Hello everybody, this is Hunter Sanson with the Traditional Archeries and Everything Outdoor Podcast. We're coming at you today. It is December 26th, Wednesday, December 26th. I kind of wanted to take a break from the podcast around the holidays and everything. Been really busy. Uh, but not the holidays are over. Uh, hunting season's kind of winding down. Uh, we're getting the bow back out. We're practicing. Uh, we still got one season left here in West Virginia, and oh, the bow season's still going on right now. We have a season that is at the end. Well, there's there's two seasons left, and I'm going to go out for one of them for sure. Uh, there is a what they call heritage season, which is a special muzzleloader and recurve season here in West Virginia. I'm going to go out for that one. Uh, that's going to be a tough time of the year to hunt uh, because that's after gun season, that's after muzzleloader season, that's after all these. The the Orange Army has came out of, the Orange Army is still in the woods uh, or just left the woods, pardon the expression. Uh, so it's going to be a tough season. The deer are going to be on high alert, but it, and I, they're expecting snow which is going to be great. I love hunting in the snow. I haven't had the chance to hunt it this year because really we haven't had any snow. Uh, and then Ohio's hunting season goes clean up into like the end of February, uh, not like middle of February, uh, into January. So I'm going to see if we can go, I'm going to try to make it up to Ohio this year for hunting season. Uh, maybe just two, three days at the end of January, at the end of, uh, January, February, maybe try to bow hunt, uh, gun hunt, whatever kind of special seasons they have. Uh, I'm going to try to get a part of them. Uh, so there's not really a lot going on right now hunting-wise. We, I've still got trail cameras set up. I've still got a couple things. I've got tree stands that I need to put down uh, this year because they've been up for two years. And so if you leave them another year, a lot of times the tree's going to, even though a tree grows every year, uh, it's just like a small amount. Uh, but if you leave it up there for a couple, if you leave a tree stand up for a couple years, you'll have a problem getting it off there because the bark has actually grown into the tree stand a little bit. Uh, I've had it happen one time before. Uh, tree stand was probably up. It wasn't. It was on the side of a hill, so probably 20 foot up on the side of the hill, and I had the tree stand sitting up about 15 feet, so about 35 foot up in the air, um, up on the side of the hill, trying to get this this tree stand off and the bark has grown over the the chains and it it was difficult uh took some time took about an hour of being up in that being up in the tree trying to get that shit off uh of course took a couple breaks whatever uh so really uh what i'm gonna try to focus on on this episode is the importance of consistency and practice. Uh, this year's been a really busy year. I haven't got the chance to hunt that much this year. I probably went out maybe 20, 30 times, if that, probably 15, uh, between work, between uh, uh, different things, school, job, whatever, you know. Life uh, life does make it hard sometimes to hunt, although I, I took every opportunity that I could get, I would go out. Uh, Tomorrow I'm off. I'm probably, I might, it, I'm probably gonna go sit in the woods with the recurve a little bit, uh, a couple hours. Nothing really serious. Maybe I might go out all day. I don't know. It, it all depends on how I'm feeling in the morning. Uh, 
<clears throat> so being consistent when you practice in, in archery is one of those things that you, especially if you're shooting a recurve, a longbow, if you're shooting instinctive, you need to you need to practice. I, I I don't say every day, but you need to practice at least two to three times a week to where you're getting you're, you're training enough to where your body memorizes it. Uh, this year has been the worst year my shot has ever been. I've never been a worse shot because I haven't practiced enough, uh, nearly enough. I'm, I'm still accurate. Uh, can I shoot? Uh, can I shoot accurately, uh, consistently out to 45 yards anymore? No, because I haven't really gone past 30. Uh, so 30 yards is like my comfortable range this year. And as disappointing as that is, uh, this is kind of why I'm doing this episode because I never really, you always hear people talk about, uh, you need to be consistent on, on something. You need to be consistent on something. You need to practice every day. You're going to lose muscle memory, whatever. You never realize that until you actually to until opportunities are forced out of your hands and that you can't practice as much as you'd like to, as much as you want to. Uh, you, you take for granted some things, uh, and it's absolutely true, guys. You, do I do I say you need to practice every day? No, because most of us can't practice every day. If I can practice two three times a week, that that's great. If I can get three days a week that I can consistently practice that I, I could put in three four hundred arrows that that supplements uh muscle that that allows for growth that allows for consistency now have been shooting the bow out a little bit today I've got about two I've got about four I've got about three hours before I go to work uh <clears throat> so I just figured I got tomorrow off I'm going to shoot maybe 100, 150 times, just a light little practice session, uh, just, to, just to shoot to clear your mind of some things. That's one of the, that's one of the great things about archery, fellas, if you, it, and ladies, too. If you, can go, if you can get out there and shoot, you forget about a lot of your problems. You forget a lot about a lot of the stress of uh, your everyday life. Uh, archery is a form of meditation in a lot of ways. So you, have, you always have that option, too. Uh, so the importance of practice, uh, your, my form this year, this is the first year where I have really hunted with an arm guard, not hunted with an arm guard, but have used an arm guard in shooting because, and I just took it off last week. I said, you know what? I I shot that arm guard most of the time because I didn't want to feel that slap, but I, but I told myself the only way hush boy the only way that i'm going to get consistent again with my form and get a, a better form is if is if i take the arm guard off and that string slaps me a couple times and i realize hey man you're, you're messing up here you're not something's wrong here that is allowing your your arm to slap this the string is slapping your arm and one of those, one of those things that you realize, one of those things that you realize, if you don't practice and you have a false sense of security, you're not as good as you think you are. Alright, so, that being said, uh, 
<clears throat> I lo- now, practice does make perfect on a lot on a lot of things. Uh, so something to always take into consideration and take it take into memory is that practice a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Uh, let's say you're let's say you shoot 25 yards comfortably and you can knock them dead 25 yards. You can keep a pop can size group at 25 yards. Start practicing at 30. Because once you start getting to the, the distance from 25 to 30 yards is where a lot of people lose accuracy. I know a lot of people that are accurate at 20, a lot of people that are accurate at 25. I know a lot of people that are accurate at 35, 40. But when they get to 30 to 35, like 25 to 35, they're a lot less accurate because it's a weird distance. It's, it's Your brain doesn't compute the distance uh, the, probably the proper way it should. Uh, and this could just be me, uh, but I found out that like if I practice from 25 to 35 yards and consistently practice at this at that distance, my longer range shots are good, and my closer range shots are good uh, because maybe it's just my bow too. Uh, the way my bow set up, maybe you know there there could be something that at that distance that's going to be a critical distance. Uh, it could be something with the arrow too. I know that there's a lot. I'd have to do. I'd have to shoot probably. I'd have to take my camera and, and slow it down and look at it in slow motion and see what's happening when uh, and why. And that might actually be something I'll do. Uh, so practice does make perfect, guys. You, you definitely got to get out there and practice. Uh, you want to throw a baseball good? You want to throw a 90-mile-an-hour baseball? You want to throw a 90-95-mile-an-hour 90, 90, fastball? You better get to you better get to pitching. Although you're always gonna ha- you're always gonna have good form. You might you might always have good form because it is ingrained in you. It is second nature to you. You're not gonna be consistent as you would be if you're practicing two three times a week every day, whatever. Uh. And one of the one of the ways that I one of the tactics that I've developed uh, on work on it's sort of cheating a little bit is I have a bag target hanging up off the ground about six feet up off the ground five five and a half six feet off the ground and I'll take one or two steps back and I will just close my eyes draw shoot and I'll do that forty fifty. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I'll do it 80, 90, maybe 100 times a day uh, some days. <clears throat> and what that does is that helps me work on certain parts of my shot. Uh, because when you close your eyes and you can feel, you can consistently see that at one yard, my shot's off. Let's say my shot's whipping out left. The arrow's hitting out left. Well, I'm plucking the string. That's an easy fix. Focus on your release. Then I see. Then I see. I'm dropping. I'm dropped about uh, five, six inches. I'm dropping my bow arm. Correct it. Uh, those those like really formed form focused uh, styles of trading are are really effective for me. Uh, they they might not work for you. Uh, that's the thing. Archery practice it, it is in a lot of way. In a lot of ways, it's an art. Uh, archery is, is an expression of, of ourselves uh, so 
it's an art form and one technique a painter might use might not allow another painter to create the same result so you really got to find what works for you there are some people that can shoot five six let maybe not with a recurve maybe not with, with a longbow whatever but there are some people that are always going to be better archers uh based on genetics based on muscle memory based on a couple things than me or you uh just like the man there'll be people that will always be able to throw a football 80 yards can i throw a football 80 yards no not even close uh but are there people that have never picked up a foot that have only picked up a football one or two times and can do that absolutely uh and that you know that that is human nature there are some people that are genetically gifted to certain things that you and me might not you know might not be uh one one thing that comes to mind is I do not fear the man that has practiced 10,000 kicks. I fear the man that has practiced one kick 10,000 times. And the way you can re- re- relate a lot of martial arts training in, into archery is the the sheer dedication it takes. If you want to get good at martial arts, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of practice. You yourself, you need to invest time you get in what you put you get out what you put in uh, essentially and so that's just one thing to take into consideration uh and something sort of i've been wanting to talk about too is one thing i've been wanting to talk about for a while is the importance of good equipment uh you can cheap out on a bow you can go to ebay man you can find good prices on bows you can find bare bows uh, older Kodiak stuff, 50, 60 bucks, uh, e- easy, you know, you got to do a little bit of searching, you got to be careful, because eBay will, if you're, you, you got to look at people's feedback, you got to look at different things, and maybe that's something that I could possibly uh, make an episode of if I get my website back, uh, I don't even think the, the domain username even exists anymore, so I might have to go to squarespace.com and, and create my website again. Uh, and that'll be that'll probably be where the podcast port is uploaded. Uh, so one thing, uh, you, you you can cheap out on bows, you can cheap out on you can cheap out on uh, bows, quivers, everything like that. But when it comes to arrows, I think that is one thing you should definitely splurge on. Arrows aren't cheap. Uh, even if you, it, I don't know anybody that shoots aluminums anymore. I know a lot. I know uh, a few people that shoot traditional that shoot woodies, uh, and they're they're really inconsistent. Uh, there, there's a lot of good companies that make good wooden arrows out there, and I, I've shot them. Uh, you know, I like shooting them every now and then because it's something different. It's a little bit more challenging than shooting carbons because they are a little less consistent. Uh, and they take they take a little more knack to shoot with because they do react differently than a carbon arrow does, uh, <clears throat> and then that's just one thing. But I would definitely spend a little bit of money in. Not only would I invest in arrows, I would invest in arrow making components. Do you have to have an arrow saw? No, but if you can get a a pipe saw, a, a good pipe saw that you can. You can crimp down on an arrow and spin the pipe saw that makes a good, clean cut uh, and, and works every time like a charm. I, that would be something I definitely recommend. Uh, or even if you just get 
one of those little not skill saw. Uh, they're kind of like it's it's kind of like a five. I can't think of it, but it's a little it's a little it's a tile saw. If you can get a tile saw, and you can cut if you cut backwards with a tile saw, every stroke cut backwards, it'll make it'll it'll produce a good clean consistent cut. Uh, and I would definitely invest in some in some uh in a, in a good Fletcher. Uh, maybe a spine tester you don't really need a spine tester uh but but it is nice to have that uh you definitely need a good target guys uh, uh you can go really if you're shooting recurve man you can find a ba- you can buy a bale of hay uh this time of year for about seven bucks uh around here seven to ten bucks is what you're gonna pay you can take you can take that bale of hay and you can wrap that in you can wrap the part that you're gonna want to shoot in duct tape I did one day. Uh, my, my compound target was blew out uh, when I shot compound. What, what I did is I took a bale of hay and I wrapped it in duct tape. I used like two rolls of duct tape on it. Uh, not, and I, I didn't pay nothing for the two rolls. They're just two rolls I had laying around the house. I wrapped them, and do, that actually made a good target. Uh, it stopped it, you know, surprisingly well. But if you're gonna shoot a recurve, man, if you can, one of the things that I would definitely invest in is a pair of stumping. It is a pair of judo, not a pair, but I would invest in a couple of judo points uh, that you can go stumping with. Because there's a, a, if you can go 3D shooting, there's a lot of things you can do to get better. But I, but I would definitely, if you're a recurve shooter, I would definitely recommend investing in a fletching machine, a fletching jig. I mean, uh. I would definitely have a razor blade. I would definitely have a. <clears throat> I would definitely have a, a couple things to do my own little repairs on. Uh, if you want to buy, if you want to make, you don't have to make your own strings. Like this, I, this, I am no way affiliated with the company I'm about to tell you about, and I'm just laying this out there. I've had this string probably three years, uh, and I've put. I bet I've put. 20, 30,000 shots in the string and it hasn't stretched at all. It's stayed the same. It's consistent. It's starting to get a little wore out, a little frayed because when you shoot as much as I do or I did at one point in time, you're going to wear out strings quickly and that's just one of those things that's going to happen. You're going to wear out a string or two in, in your life. Uh, <clears throat> so if you want to invest in a string maker and uh one of those string making boards you, I, you can find them on three rivers archery uh that, that's where i get a lot of my stuff three rivers archery guys go to that store if you're a recurve shooter you probably know about it already you probably know about three rivers archery they are like your recurve and longbow experts uh i've talked i've talked on the phone with those guys and for an hour or two before about different questions when I was first getting into recurve shooting they definitely help they've got great products their uh, traditional only arrows are excellent arrows uh, you can you know they have excellent customer service there guys if you have a question about traditional archery you can f- feel free to ask me I plan on doing a, another Q&A uh, session. It's been it's been about a year or two, I want to say, since I've done one of those. Uh, so maybe we'll do a Q and A. Uh, if you have any questions, 
there's a different email now. Sent, if you have questions, send them to me at hsampson1229 at gmail.com. That is hsampson, S-A-M-P-S-O-N, 1229 at gmail.com. Uh, that's probably not going to be the one forever. Uh, but if you have questions, feel free to uh, ask it. Uh, say something in the comment sections here on Podbean. This is where uh, the platform's getting out, is Podbean. Uh, and we might post it, uh, we might upload it to YouTube. Uh, who knows? Uh, if I get if I get my YouTube channel back, uh, not back, If I, I'm planning on making a uh, traditional bow hunting and wilder, uh, not wrong, uh, archery site. That's another great podcast, guys. Uh, Jason Samkoviak over at T. Type in tbwpodcast.com. Uh, no way is he a sponsor. He is actually an inspiration of mine to do this podcast. Uh, he has excellent advice, guys. Uh, check him out. tbwpodcast.com. Again, that is tbwpodcast.com. But anyways, uh, one of the main uh, things that you're gonna find. Uh, is there's there's actually a lot of good information on archery. Uh, to get back to the ta- to get back to what we we're talking about here, uh, an excellent resource is Three Rivers Archery, guys. If you have a, a connection, uh, string making that that that's what I was talking about. Uh, do I think that you need a string a string board a, a string making board? No, I do not. But. Uh, if that's something you're interested in, I, I, I give it a try. I, I've made one or two strings in my life. Uh, I've made a couple strings. Uh, it's a hard process, especially if you're going to Flemish twist one. But you can find really good videos on YouTube now. Uh, <clears throat> but 60x custom strings, uh, 60xcustomstrings.com. Again, I am no way affiliated with this company. Uh, every uh, product or company that I plug, I am no way connected to. These are products that I use. I am not paid by any companies to to tell you this information. This is through firsthand experience. Uh, 60X Custom Strings. I've had this string, like I said, probably four years now. Uh, and I've shot it probably, like I said, 20,000, 30,000 times, if not more. Uh, let's say I put in 10,000 shots a year. Uh, and I'll probably put in more than that, but we're lo- sort of lowballing it here. Let's just say 45,000 shots I put into this string. I paid, I think it was $25 uh, for the string. Uh, I'm not sure if you can find that price now, but it, it was definitely worth the 25 bucks. Uh, it's the flat, it's the fast flight string, 60x fast flight string. Uh, the Flemish twist recurve strings uh, well worth the money guys uh, invest in a good string because a good string is going to is gonna last you a long time I'm not going to say it's going to last you a lifetime it is going to last you a few years though uh, as much as you, if you shoot as much as I do you're going to get about 3-4 years out of a string and then you're going to have to buy a new one uh, and back when I first started shooting I was getting two, I was getting a year out of my strings I was buying a new string once a year because that's how much I was shooting. Now I, I sort of stretch it out two, three years. 
But if you get a good string, it's going to last you a long time. It's going to improve your it's going to improve your accuracy. The bow is going to shoot a little differently. You're going to have to tune the bow a little bit. But a good quality string is definitely an investment that you don't you don't need this investment. You have to have a good string. You and that is a necessity. Uh, you know, 60x custom strings, guys. Uh, type it in online, find the one you like. You can get pretty much any color combination you like. Uh, they make excellent strings. Not only do they make recurve strings, they make compound strings, they make crossbow strings, they make excellent strings, guys. Uh, check them out. Another piece of another piece of uh, gear that I would invest in. You know, I used to buy the cheap shooting gloves at Walmart. Uh, the black. I don't even think they're real leather. Uh, there's some kind of synthetic leather. Uh, those cheap just throwaway shooting gloves i get i got maybe two months out of mine three months and I, every three or four let's say three or four months i'd have to buy a new one uh, I, until i invested in a cordovan leather a cordovan leather uh shooting uh shoot <clears throat> a a, cord, a cordovan leather uh shooting glove uh three finger uh shooting glove I've had this one for probably three years now, and it's not worn out. It, it's worn in quite nicely. Uh, I take care of the leather. It's worn in quite nicely. It, it's smooth. It's consistent. Uh, it's broken in. The leather's not hard. It's not stiff. The good the thing the good thing about those cheap shooting gloves is they're very thin and you can feel the string a little bit more they're easy there's no break-in process with those uh so if you ever need one if you ever need something to shoot uh, just to begin to get a good feel for the string get you one of those if you're starting out but i would definitely invest in a good glove or a good tab if you shoot a tab i've never shot a tab before uh but I know people that do. It, it is a accurate way to shoot. I, I, I'm just comfortable with what I shoot because that's what I was raised on. That's what I, I grew up shooting. Uh, so invest in a, in a good in a good glove, a good shooting glove, or a good uh, finger tab. It's going to improve your it's going to improve your accuracy a lot. It's going to improve your confidence a lot. Uh, and plus it's worth the investment if you're passionate about this as i am you're going to want the best equipment to make you a better archer uh so get a good shooting glove guys that's two pieces you need you need a good string you need a good shooting glove you don't need the best bow the number one thing that you need though is consistency and practice uh and we're going to talk uh I'm going to mention a couple different things, a couple different, uh, one film, one book to read, uh, some different things that have really helped me out as an archer, uh, and all the, well, one of these isn't free. I'm sure you can find the PDF, though. You can find anything online for free, just about. Uh, the first thing I'm going to mention is the book by Byron Ferguson, Becoming the Arrow. Uh, that has helped me out a lot. And it's helped me out tremendously. It was worth the 15 bucks that I paid for the book. Uh, and it goes over so many in-depth little details that I... If 
it's about a it's about a two hour two it's about a three hour read uh if you were to just sit down and read straight through it but i would definitely recommend reading through it one time uh just from cover to cover just one time you know, just one time to uh <clears throat> just one time to absorb the information and then use that book as a question guide uh man my my form's off today what could that be he has a section there about form uh different methods of practice that bag that i told you about that i hang up that's where i got that from uh there's a lot of good information in that book and then a then a film that i would watch uh i and i would watch all of them uh this this guy has a podcast i'm not sure of his name but if you look up the push archery film watch the first one watch the second one i'm not sure if there's a third one but definitely watch the first two it's a four it's a four hour watch it's about it's about a uh long podcast it's basically about the time of a long podcast like a joe rogan or a malcolm gladwell uh podcast something you know but that it that is what it is uh so you got about four hours i would definitely use them and uh you if you just type in on youtube how to shoot split finger how to shoot split finger uh traditional archery there'll be a thou there'll be hundred there'll be thousands of videos on there uh find one that you like find one that works for you that the a guy that you like and you can and he shows good results uh if you want to learn how to shoot a tab that that you can learn how to shoot a tab there, another an- another uh thing you can find on three rivers archery uh is masters of the bear bow uh, they're going to take you through a couple different styles, but that is a great tool to have. It is a great investment to make. It's going to make you a better shot. Uh, so there are a couple things that you can make, uh, investments, small investments, that will definitely better yourself, that will definitely better you as an archer. Uh, and that's one of the things that I, I, w- I would do. Uh so practice you know practice you don't have to to wrap this up here uh because we've got we've got it's approaching one o'clock and i want to start uh practicing my bow before practicing with the bow before i go to work uh definitely invest in some quality equipment get yourself a good glove get yourself a good set of arrows Get yourself a good string. Uh, but you don't have to. This is just a recommendation. Get, you, get yourself all of those things. Invest in a good target. Uh, and then practice. Practice a lot, guys. Find this shooting style that works for you, whether it be split finger, whether it be string crawling, whether it be, uh, whether it be, three finger under whether it be you know whatever uh whether it be string walking uh gap shooting instinctive become the uh becoming the arrow find a method that works for you and then use it and practice that guys the number one thing is doing the same thing every time if you can do the same thing every time that you draw back a bow it will improve your consistency. It will improve your accuracy. Find the form that works for you guys. And this is Hunter Samson with the traditional bow hunting. <clears throat> uh, traditional wilderness. Yeah. 
Traditional Archery and Everything Outdoors podcast. I will see y'all later. I uh, hope Christmas was good for everybody. I know that's one thing that I skipped. Uh, hope Christmas was good for everybody. Uh, and Merry Christmas to, to y'all uh, and Happy New Year. I'll talk to y'all later.